Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, and I'm by Tom and Donny. How are you doing, Donny? I'm very well, thank you. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. Right, we'll get stuck into all the usual nonsense of keeping the housekeeping, then we'll get into the, the nitty gritty stuff. Right, so first up, Ken Van Bean Cup. The next round of the is complete. The scores are online, so I've got you both here. We do the quick quarterfinal draw. There's eight numbers. I know I've sprung this on you, so <laughs> Tom, you can go first because you're still in it. Pick a number one to eight. Uh, two. Is the FPL general Donny? Uh, I'll just say one. Scott Prem Fantasy. Tom. Uh, seven. Is yourself, Tom? Uh, four. FPL Liger. Uh, eight. Ashnern eighty eight. Six. Samuel Mack oh five. Five. Thomas Lemon eighteen. And three. Lockie Heine. So that's your quarter final draw. FPL General Scott Prem Fantasy. Tom versus FPL Liger. Ashnern eighty eight versus Samuel Mack oh five. Thomas Lemon eighteen versus Lockie Heine. Those fixtures will be the next two game weeks. So, once again, if you're playing, keep your team ready for who you're playing against. And I will put the official draw online later so people can see it. Right, next up is League Top 3. I'll find it. There is change at the top. So, Josie's bus driver's up to number one, 406 overall. FPL General's up to number two, 406 overall. And third. Down two places is the Backstreet Voice 400. So, now that's out of the way, let's get to our score and rank for the week. I believe, Tom, you are now last of the three, so you can go first. <laughs> yep. Uh, I got 50 points this game week. Um, I had Clark and Goal for two. Uh, James Brown got me nothing. Captain Tav, 18. Stevenson, one. Midfield, I had O'Hara for three. Boyle for four. O'Reilly for 11. And Luke McCowan for two. And up front, vice-captain Furuhashi got me two. Lammers, five. And Simon Murray got me two. Frank? That gives me an overall rank of um, 761st. Is that a red arrow or a green? Red. Right, I thought so. Right, next up is myself. I had a score this week of 53 points. I had Clark and goals for two. Pen race one. Brown 0, Captain Tav 18, Devlin 6, O'Hara 3, Boyle 4, Miller 1, O'Reilly 11, Vice Captain Furuhashi 2, and Lammers 5. 53 points all in. And the first red arrow of the season down to 3, 4, 7. And that's the first time I've seen I've been under average points as well. So much to ponder. Okay, Donna, you're one point ahead of me. So on you go. Good, that's what I like to say. Um, so I had 72 points this week, uh, starting off with Heming goal for 7. Penrice 1, Captain Tab 18, Magari 1, Scales 5. In the middle, I had Matondo for 4, Armstrong for 14, Boyle for 4, O'Reilly for 11. And up front, Bakayoko 5 and Vice Captain Kyogo 2. So that's my 72 points. Uh, my global score is 371. 
I had been six oh eight. I've nearly half that. I'm now three two nine. Uh, so I'm heading in the right direction for me. So one point equals 20, 18 point rank difference. I was wondering if we were, we were sitting ranked. Right, cool. Right then, Tom, over to you for the results. Yep, so first game, uh, Saturday lunchtime, was Livingston nil, Celtic 3. Uh, it was a Hitati penalty. O'Reilly scored and Maeda got the third. Um, looking at the game, Livingston, hard to judge. Uh, I thought Bruce Anderson looked decent enough, but as mentioned last week, the price is a bit of a, a put-off. Um, funny game, this one, Joe Hart red-carded at 28 minutes. So uh, that's James Forrest came off and Scott Bain came on. Um, they managed to get three goals and keep a clean sheet, despite going down against 10 men. Um, Livingston were a bit of a tricky team for us in previous seasons when uh, Ange was the manager, um, but did well here. Uh, unfortunately, Kyogo got nothing this week, um, but Maeda had four shots on target and missed a couple of big chances. So I think he's done that a few times this um, this season. So if he can become a bit more accurate, then he might be getting a few more points. So be interested if anyone's advocating the the Celtic striker double up. Um, it was Hitati that got the opener. Uh, still doesn't look to be uh, top of his game just now, um, but. We know what he can do, so I think um, I think with a bit of time he'll be firing all cylinders. Uh, but Donny, obviously the scale shout was working well. I kind of thought that was against the odds, particularly when Joe Hart was sent off. Um, but how's, how's that going? Are you, are you quite happy with that so far, Donny? Yeah, I think Salk have had four clean sheets in a row now, so until he's out of the team, he's just a permanent fixture. Cheap as chips, his price will only go up, so I'm I'm happy with it. Anything else? Um, yeah, so it was a comfortable win, uh, despite the red cards. I think Hitati is what I thought Hitati would be at the start of the season, um, on pens, regular game time. So it's just taken a bit of time to get there. His fitness will come um, through the games that they play. Um, and for me, you know, the double up in midfield might be an option. Um, Settler got their fourth penalty in six games, so I know there's no complaints about refs this season. Um, Livy did have chances but if you don't take them especially against 10 men then Settle will come back and, and hit you hard and that's what they did O'Reilly has now equaled his goal tally for the whole of last season um, so that's promising if you're holding on to him uh, in terms of Livy you know, once once they went two down uh, the game was over uh, better fixtures to come St Johnston, Motherwell, Kilmarnock so you've got a Livy defender It'll come good in one of those games. Celtic, Motherwell, Killy Hearts again. I don't see any trouble there. Scales you can keep uh, for the Hashi will come good. I think everyone's got them. Uh, so I don't see any reason to to move there. And the good news for Celtic is they've got a week off because all the good teams are playing in the cup quarterfinal this week. So a nice rest for them. Time start my one Tom for 40. That was what does it say? That was six minutes. Now look at that. Uh, me, right, uh, pretty much we discussed it last week. O'Reilly and Kyogo's the two that we fought. Tom, uh, Donny's went scales and attacks probably the same. So I think if you go for any of the three out of the four, pretty much sorted. So they have been surprisingly kept clean sheets considering the makeshift defence. But I think that helps if teams are playing and exactly been firing all cylinders themselves. Uh, probably I think it's the best I've seen this play all season. I've looked a bit more. Cohesive under Rogers and uh, Joe Hart doing one for the team, getting sent off. So James Forrest gets ripped off the pitch. So we have to see him play at his, at his advanced stage. Uh, just not much more to add. I, I kind of like the look of Johnson, but I suppose when you've got skills at that price, skills is easy in, in there. I think Johnson probably over, overall will get more attack returns. He's been quite unlucky where he's overlapping and stuff like that. So it might come. But if you're looking for the cheap and entry, obviously skills is one. And Atati. I said I've went, I could have went to it from Turnbull, but I went to O'Hara. Obviously, that happened. Tati's going to score. It's just, do I want to double up there? Once he's fully fit, he's he's definitely on penalties. He finished last season in penalties, so if you can do the route, Donny always mentioned penalty tickers like Armstrong, uh, O'Hara, and stuff like that. Then penalty tickers for Celtic. We've had four. Obviously, he's not been the last player in the last four or six, but if we get four in the next six, 
again, I'd like that. I could be a tat every day. But he was lucky we spent those we've seen. It just kinda slipped under the keeper and no more. So he got away with one there, he needs to be more probably book a corner next time. And it's Kyogo one of the games. He's not gonna score every game, so he's gonna have to take that sometimes. Sometimes if his captain won't work. Like yep. we can't judge as usual. We don't judge any teams in the plays out the just we just look for the fixtures afterwards or before. Mm-hmm. I think with uh, scales, I, originally I kind of thought you were booking in a transfer, but Carter Vickers is going to be back early October, supposedly. So, I mean, the way it's going, it could potentially be scales and Carter Vickers for the time being until yep. uh, other personnel are back. Um, so I want to add quickly before you move on. I was going to say that who's to say that you just mentioned it? who's to say scales wants to get drop out? He's been playing quite well. Maybe a lagger Beckel because of age. It could be scales that stays in until. The new Rockies back, but then we're we would just be guessing about me. We don't really know. No, sorry, Tom, on you. Speculation. Um, Dundee two, Kilmarnock two. Um, we had Bakayoko scoring with an assist from Shaughnessy and Zach Rudden with an assist from Ricky Lamy. For Kilmarnock, it was Armstrong with the penalty, and he also scored the second with an assist from Dallas. Uh, must have been a full moon the night before because Josh Mulligan got red carded at 34 minutes. Um, a few reds flying about. Bakayoko now has three attacking returns in his six game weeks. Only one bonus point, but I don't think that's too bad for a 3.5 million striker. Uh, Zach Rudden, this is his first goal of the season and he's had zero assists so far. He's a bit more expensive at 3.9, so I think Bakayoko wins hands down for the, the cheap Dundee striker. Um, Ricky Lamy, uh, 2.8 million. Um, he's had a goal and assist so far this season. Um, and fairly cheap. Uh, however, Dundee's little prospect of clean sheets, they've only had one so far this season. Um, for Kilmarnock, I think Armstrong, now firmly the talisman. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have him. I do need him. I was uh, seduced by all the boil hype from, from you boys. <laughs> um, but uh, he was a bit of a letdown again. Um, for Kilmanic, they don't really seem to be keeping clean sheets. They're quite solid at the start of the season. Um, but they're letting in a few goals just now. I don't know if Ndaba's, you know, the fact that he's missing. I don't know if he was the glue that held them all together. But um, we'll see when he comes back. For the time being, though, I think maybe perhaps Kilmanic defence are in the void. Um, Peter, you also don't have Armstrong. Is he going to be one of your targets for, for next game week? And what was your thoughts on the fixture? It was good end to end game. Not any teams looked fantastically great defensively, but when I seen the back of Yale go going in there and I seen Armstrong, I just thought of Donny going, What's Donnie shooting right up the charts? <laughs> He's picked the right the right uh, mid price midfielder on form. Armstrong is similar to Hitati, we've mentioned that, and, and O'Hara when he's on form with the Pens, Talisman esque kind of player. It does look even sharper this year than it looked last year. Got a better team around about him. So if I was the wild card next week, for example, I think Armstrong would have wanted to have in my team. But you don't bring a transfer in and straight away get him back out. I've got to give you a hard and blow a couple of game weeks to see if they can turn. If not, then you can uh, hands up and go pick the wrong midfielder. But over one game week to knee jerk, I don't think so. But it does look looks like very dangerous. I mean, that second goal just goes down at the back. A badder-esque where the guy just stood there and it rolls to his feet. And obviously he's on pen, so I think he's a good pick. Defensive-wise, both of them. Did Beck do the assist for Bayaro? Am I right? Was that a miss? Is that wrong? Might have been a fantasy assist. Yeah, well, I just thought he looked decent going forward again, but again, his team isn't keeping the greatest clean sheets. And I don't know if we kind of hyped up the Kilmarnock defence, maybe just too much, when really, realistically, they're still a kind of fledgling team. We've got a young lot of guys in the back there, and this is going to happen. So you get what you get. It was kind of Livingston kind of style. You might get a clean sheet one every couple of games. Donny? Yeah, so it was a good game for me uh, in terms of Armstrong. What you got to remember is I've played my wild card and that was the first thing I looked at was in the middle of the park. I wanted O'Reilly in there, I wanted Armstrong, I wanted Boyle, um, I wanted O'Hara, um, I've got Matondo who I can change. I wanted a, a bank of midfielders that take penalties that are guaranteed game time and um, they return, at least one or two of them return week in, week out. So that's how I've shaped up 
uh, is something to, to look for if you do plan wild card in the next few weeks. So, yeah, certainly a good game uh, for me. The only downside was Bakayoko conceded the penalty. So I lost a couple of points there, but very happy with Armstrong's return, the three bonus points. Um, I think, as you were saying, for Kilmarnock, and it's a bit like St Mirren, I know we're going to talk about a lot on the podcast, is they are still, you know, middle, lower league sides that, you know, they've started off well, got a few good results. You know, they're going to have these games every now and again. So just don't go all in um, on them. But saying that... Uh, Kilmarnock, St Mirren, Celtic, Livingston so you know, two out of three easy fixtures there, Livingston will be a, a tricky tie I guess uh, Dundee, uh, they've got Hibs, Ross County, Aberdeen, again they ideal fixtures but Bakayoko, I think I got him when he was 3.3 uh, and he's risen steadily no reason to change him, he's getting the minutes he's getting the returns um, I'm happy to keep him in my team but um, Kilmarnock will be annoyed to let it slip right at the end but Dundee showing that they've still got a bit of fight in them um, and they're probably doing better than expected uh, I think they're ninth in the table so I'll be happy with that so far so yeah, good end-to-end game Yep um, Next up then we have Hibs to St Johnston nil. For Hibs it was Lewis Miller that scored with an assist from Newell and the second goal was scored by Vente with an assist from Lafondre. Uh, I think we'll just cut to the chase and say St. Johnston is still in a void. Um, for Hibbs, uh, as mentioned, there's no Boyle Masterclass. I was also frightened by the fact that he had 42% ownership, and I thought if he goes crazy, then my ranks, well, my rank would have dropped even more than what it would have done. Um, they did get the clean sheet, and um, it was a shame that Stevenson was benched because I've got him in my team as well, so no clean sheet points there. Um, for Venti, two goals in two, and I wonder if he's going to be um, Monty's preferred option. Uh, Lafondre also started the game. Uh, he's now on three goals and one assist for the season. Doidge and Ewan um, were both benched, despite the press of saying that they were going to be uh, fit for the game. I don't know if that's just precautionary, something to keep an eye on. When Ewan was subbed on, he did manage three shots on target, all of which were three big chances missed. Um, so perhaps he can return to form. Um, I'd like a hip striker for the Dundee game but the fixtures afterwards are quite tough um, and I don't know with a new manager I feel like there's perhaps a little bit of uncertainty of who's actually going to start up top for Hibs um, but I'll see if you guys can shed any more light on it Donny what's your thoughts what do you reckon yeah so first clean sheet uh, for Hibs and with Dundee around the corner you wouldn't bank against uh, them doubling that performance uh, as you say, the fixtures do turn after Dundee, so just be wary of going all in. And then they come up against Hearts, Rangers and Celtic. Um, so, yeah, just be mindful of that. Boyle owners, which includes myself, still waiting for that bang. But, you know, he did get four points and you know that can't be uh, frowned upon. And as you say, Venti up front, if you're looking for a one-off, one, one-off hit this week, then certainly Dundee is, is one to target. Um, as I say, St Johnston's in a void and Hibs have got one good fixture followed by three iffy fixtures. So again, just be careful there. But uh, a good win, they'll be happy. The manager's kind of just getting this, this feel of the team and how to set up. But a clean sheet and a couple of goals. Yeah, it's a good performance. Peter, anything to add there? Yep, St Johnston avoid, just like you've both said. Uh, Hibs, I think if Hibs didn't have two games after this game we'll probably talk about them more and the potential but as we know how this works out as good as these teams can look they can probably go out there and, and could potentially get paced off both teams you don't know how it's going to work out I do think Miller could be an option going forward the team's quite a lively attacking fullback so maybe not right now because the fixture run but afterwards could be good 2.9 on 1.8 on so could be a good differential I hope that's not a differential Tommy uh, Donnie I hope, hope that's not <laughs> uh, Boyle has not looked lively there was times where it's the last two games of trot I've seen him where he's just missing out. He's just set up playing the players, kind of scuffed it. Sometimes it's not his fault. So, Sun's going to hit him. He is going to haul. Hopefully, it's when he plays Rangers, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> Vente or LaFord up front, I think, is probably two. First pick, probably. He's done himself no wrong with scoring that goal. Dodge off the bench. Now, again, they're priced that, I suppose, they're not priced it cheap, but. They could be cheap enough that you could bench. Maybe they could next one against and you could go for it. So it's a kind of a punty pick. I think Vento looks quite sharp. They paid a lot of money for them. They paid quite a decent uh, outlay for Venti. A couple of grand. 
I think class, but yeah, they've got Dundee so think, and Hearts, and Hearts are no mean shakes at the moment, so they'll no, fancy exactly. their chances there. So, uh, I would be against gambling and maybe using the bench trick because it might work out for you. Most all up front, not so much defence. I've had one clean sheet against one of the worst teams in the league. The game before showed they're still very fun at the back, so I would be more inclined to go for the attacking option and maybe you might look out. Yep. Um, next fixture then, St Mirren 1, Hearts 0. Uh, it was the, the, the double act again with Strain and uh, Strain scoring with an assist from Tanzer. So this time the roles were reversed and it was Tanzer assisting Strain. Um, could be time to consider uh, one or uh, both of these guys. Um, but yet to be determined whether it's, they're serious options or it's just a purple patch. For Hearts, there's not really any sort of change. Uh, they do seem solid enough defensively. And there was a bit of a lapse in concentration from Hearts, which led to the goal. Um, and there was, an, I think there was a goal mouth clearance later on. Um, the, the, the next few fixtures are, are tricky. They've got Ross County away, Hibs at home, and then Celtic and Rangers as well. So tricky for both Edinburgh teams. Um, I'm happy to stick with Clark just now, but I don't think I would be adding uh, any Hearts defenders. And attacking-wise, with the lack of goals, I think the Hearts attackers are a, are a complete avoid. Um, St Mirren-wise, O'Hara, quite again, but perhaps just coming back from injury. Uh, the goal threat does seem to be coming from the full-backs. Uh, what's, what's your opinion, Peter, on the fixture? And are you considering Strain or Tanza or, or both? Uh the point looked good. Hearts is kind of sliding into that void. When I seen the fans are starting to kind of go on their back again, kind of a bit seeing things not improving the way they want to be. It's just why I shout out to I think it was Samuel Mack in the cup. He actually done a wild card and went for both of them in the wild card, so that paid off for him. It's just it's funny how a couple weeks ago you were like, right, these aren't a valuable option. Then you click on defender by points, and now stands on the screen on number two, and number three. Two yeah, good game Two fixtures, so this shows you kind of lack of like consistency back there. But if he'd went for strain for the start of the season, he's 33% owned, highly owned. I think he's eyes of the second owned defender in the whole game. So if he'd held on for that amount of time, you've done well. He's the price drops, he's 3.1. I'm guessing let's go back up to 3.2 after this week. Again, if I was well carding, I would probably have one of them in and potentially could go for two and use the bench trip. Uh, Hearts avoid command a turn day two and. O'Hara, we've talked about all the time, he's just come back for fitness. Uh, apart from that, a goalkeeper maybe, but then you don't have two defenders and a goalkeeper, I don't imagine loads of clean sheets, but I wouldn't be against a double-up with some defenders. I wouldn't want to play him a week, but I'd probably use him one on the bench and maybe get a bench trick out of it. But um, we'll, it remains to be seen, we'll question on it later if that is just purple patch or both of them, but we'll figure out as the week's going. Donnie, anything to add there? Yeah, so I've got Hemming in goal, so adding another St Mirren defender in there wouldn't be ideal. You would probably have to bench one, and even then that's quite a lot of money tied up on your bench. But Hearts, I don't know what's going on in downtown Castle. It must be such a frustrating team to watch. And I think if the results don't go their way by the time they get to that Celtic Rangers, you could see a change of management. It's surely not that far away. I don't think the fans are, the fans are too happy with what's going on. But St. Mirren, good value. The sort of form in terms of how they ended last season and how they started this season, can't really complain. They've got Rangers uh, either side of Kilmarnock and Ross County. Um, so certainly fixture-wise, um, they'll like those. Um, it's whether you go all in or you just maybe dip your toe and, and take in one of them uh, and see how you get on. But certainly value for money. No complaints there. Yep. Um, our next fixture then, uh, we've got Rangers 1, Motherwell 0. Uh, it was Dessers with the goal with an assist from Matondo. Um, I've noted down here that Matondo looked good. However, I see from the, the press conference this afternoon, he's out for six weeks. That's right. Five, six weeks. Um, Rangers are, are uh, struggling to, to beat teams convincingly, particularly at uh, Ibrox, where you'd expect some some big score lines. Um, Captain Tav, consistent as always, collected all three bonus points and obviously got the clean sheet there as well. Uh, Lammers got two bonus points despite no returns. Uh, he was responsible for eight out of 17 Rangers' shots, four of which were on target. So I think that may be where the, the bonus is coming from. Uh, I don't really know what to say about Rangers just now. They seem to be 
lot of injuries and poor form, so it's kind of hard to nail down um, what Rangers assets you'd go for. In terms of Motherwell, I thought they looked confident. Uh, they were pressing Rangers right to the end. Um, I think I'll probably be getting spittled back after the, the Celtic fixture because um, he is playing a bit more advanced. But Donny, what's your thoughts? Phil is in. Who's this man <laughs> conducting the press conference? Oh, no, that's normal for the League Cup games. So you're not missing out on anything there. But no, there's nothing good to talk about Rangers at the moment. Uh, so apologies. Uh, clean sheet, three points. That's about as good as it gets. Um, three wins in one week, um, but the performances are just not there. Um, should we put in teams like Motherwell away um, at home? Uh, again, changes. Lawrence out till end of October. Matondo no out again till same sort of time scale. It's just really not happening. Um, I took him Matondo for Campwell. Uh, also got a return and then he came off, so it's another change I'll have to make. We talked about Barisic and Yilmaz in the previous podcasts. Uh, I think Barisic will hold that spot. I don't imagine he's going to chop and change, um, albeit Yilmaz will probably play League Cup game tomorrow. Um, Dessers up front. Again, I think that's maybe just rotation. Sima and Roof both rested. It was interesting that when Matondo did come off, uh, he put on Suter. So you got to imagine that there's nobody fit enough to play uh, 60 minutes. Uh, and at one point, we had seven defensive players on the pitch. You know, we were lucky not to drop the points. Uh, a better side uh, might have gone for the jugular and, and you know, grabbed a goal, if not a winner. Um, Motherwell, I mean, they've got Celtic up next and then Livingston and Johnston. So the value there probably has always been in midfield. I know myself and Peter have got uh, Lennon Miller. Spittle is going to get you value. Defensively, I'm not so sure who the who the key players are in defence. I've not really focused uh, on Motherwell as a defensive team. But Rangers, again, more changes. They're in League Cup action tomorrow. And then they've got Aberdeen, which is going to be a hard-fought game uh, as usual. Um, Tavernier, it's an argument to say Butland's probably the next best player. Um, but you know, whether that's a route you want to go down, uh, for myself, once I get rid of Matondo this week, I will just have Tavernier and, and that's me. So as a Rangers fan, it shows you I don't really back them um, that great. But it's disappointing. But I guess you have to take the three points when they come on the next one. Yep. Peter, anything to add there? Mm, not much. I was just going to say, bottle would be my choice if you're struggling. I think this Tavernier is the only one you can kind of rely on. Again, in a game where... Rangers were poor. He still gets the three bonus points, so it yeah. shows you what it comes for. If I didn't, if I didn't know the score, I would, I would have thought he'd get beat. Speaking to people, <laughs> it was talking. Uh, they were like really it. disappointed about it. So I don't think there's much people looking forward to. They think they're no, it's not fantasy ways, but they're not looking forward to with their style of playing stuff like that. So you, you're looking at that as a as a manager of this game, going, well, who can I bring in? And nobody's standing out apart from Tavernier right now. Matondo, we spoke up last week. Tony, you hunted for him this week, and it worked yep. to an extent, and then bang, and he goes out injured, so another one down. So, uh, European football midweek, cup game this week, lots of games of football. I'd just be holding off apart from time. You know, I think there's nobody I could really, unless you were confident to double up in defence, I'd be kind of going, wait and see how things, I know we say wait and see how things land, and if players get back fit and they can go for it. Lawrence was the one we maybe thought about giving a shout to, and then another long term injury for the end of October, yep. so another guy out. Motherwell, I think, looked okay. Decent going forward. Some imaginary fails can be made up, stop the guy going through and goal, but we'll not worry about that one. Uh, <laughs> I think Motherwell will be a team you can rely on most of the season. I think just have the players on your team. Midfield probably is, as Donny says, place to go and just let them tick over. Bench trick, they're playing the harder games, play them at home and no, I think they'll do you well. And maybe they will start becoming more defensively and you can pick one or two of the defender units for their cheap assets as well. Yeah, and that brings us to the, the final fixture then. We have Aberdeen 4, Ross County 0. Um, Miofsky got the opener with an assist from Jensen. Then it was Duke with an assist from Graeme Shinney. Um, McGrath with an assist from Miofsky. And Miofsky got his brace with an assist from Duke. Um, I felt the to, to some extent the result came out of nowhere, but um, if you just glance back at their, their midweek uh, Europa Conference fixture against Frankfurt, um, they would have took some confidence from that. They they almost got a a, a result against the uh, 
former Europa winners. Um, <laughs> um, though uh, we'll probably need to see it, and if it's a one-off, uh, they do have Rangers next game week. I think if they can put in a performance there, then it sets them up nicely for uh, back-to-back St. Johnston and Dundee, what we're experienced with, with Hibs just now. Um, so it, it, it does provide us some time. We don't have to be hasty and jump in just yet. Um, for Ross County, um, not too worried about them. Uh, James Brown actually had a few chances. Uh, they've got Hearts at home next, and given Hearts' attacking woes, that perhaps could be uh, you could be confident in a clean sheet there. And then they've also got uh, Dundee away afterwards as well. So not bad fixtures. So won't be getting rid of my Ross County assets just yet. Um, I think that's all to really take from that one. Peter, you're going to jump in on Miofsky or Duke, or, or what are you thinking? I'm not going to jump in on him, but I do think look like we're kind of heating up a bit. The tactics looked well, they looked buoyant, looked happy. So, again, a bad fixture next time round. I know Donnell has can't go all the play well juniors, but it's still a bad fixture. So, if they do look okay, this fixture going forward, in the tight game, then maybe the week after. I wouldn't have jumped on right now. Uh, Ross County, again, like Dom said, I wouldn't worry about it. They just get caught by an Aberdeen team right on form, kind of up for the European game. So I'm happy to hold who I've got there. And Aberdeen, I'll just be keeping an eye on their strike option because we've been lacking this season with a lot of strikers. It's been cheap assets and Kyogos with what we're doing for. So if my Oscar Duke can become a hot, that would probably be the, the move to make. Donny. Yep, so Aberdeen finally getting a, a win on the board um, ahead of what is arguably their biggest game of the season. That's not the quarterfinal, quarterfinal of the cup. That's a trip to play the Rangers. Um, it's probably the game, you know, a home game to Ross County is probably what you would want when you're out of form and you've had that European travels in midweek. So it might be the start of something, but there's still going to be this midweek weekend, two games a week. Uh, team, so we'll just have to wait and see there. Ross County, it's just one of those games to forget. Uh, I think Brown and Money, if if you're on them both, just didn't work out. I did think about going Money, but I just left it. I just wanted to make the one change this week, um, so I didn't bother bringing him in. But he will have better games, Hearts, Sundays, St. Mirren. You know, could quite easily uh, kick off there. But for Aberdeen. There's a lot of strikers out there at the moment who are not in form. If this is the start of something, then I would go Miofsky first uh, and then Duke. And again, Miofsky's on penalties. That always takes it for me. Always good for a goal against Rangers. I wouldn't put it past them. uh, But fingers crossed, I am wrong and they get absolutely pumped. That's another one that'll probably come back and bite me. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
from ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Right, Tom, your top 10s. Top 10, yes. Um, So top 10 consists of number one, Miofsky, unsurprisingly, 18 points. Uh, Strain, uh, 16 points for him. Lewis Miller at Hibs, 15 uh, Maeda also got 15 points. Danny Armstrong at Kilmarnock got 14. Uh, Duke, uh, 12 points. Then Tanza with 11. Jensen at Aberdeen with 11. Hitati and O'Reilly both got 11 as well. If we break that down position-wise, no goalkeepers, four defenders, three midfielders and three forwards. And I think glancing at that, if you exclude a f- couple in there perhaps, you're probably looking at last season's template. Um, would would you boys reckon anything to add to that? Apart from Armstrong and O'Reilly, there's a lot of differentials there. You know, if you stuck with Strain, you're getting rewarded. Hanzar, um, Aberdeen, Perrin. You know, if you've held out this long, um, you maybe don't have a good rank, but you certainly got rewarded one game week. So it's maybe starting to turn. Who knows if it's just you know the right fixture, the right time, but. I had Armstrong. I'm happy with that. Um, missed out on a, a few others, but that's just the way it goes. Yep. Peter, anything? Just you said there, if, if you'd kept a kind of template team, if you'd looked at last season's players and picked them on that, he'd done well this week, but as Donny he's probably not done well previous weeks. But they're players to keep an eye on now and to see if they can keep it going forward. Strain and Tanzers are one that interests me the most. I mean, that's two games with two fullback, leading another fullback to a goal, and so none have looked probably the best of the rest, I think, so far. But I've seen they're, they're playing really well. So we'll see how if they keep that up. And they're playing quite buoyant. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. That concludes this week. Okay, Don, over to you for a dive. Yep. So you know, just talking about form. Uh, that's what we're going to look at um, this week. So as listeners will know, I like to give insight on fixtures, players, whatever's going on in Scottish football, and 99% of the time it is my all my own work, but this week I'm taking a day off, and all credit is going to go to Kevin Wood, who's at kevilfish 89 on Twitter. Go follow if you're not already. So, Kevin is one of the experts in the game who provides with teams each week in the expert section. Uh, he also won expert mode, if anyone played that last season, so he certainly knows his stuff. So what Kevin does is he each week provides a sort of running total uh, of players over the last four weeks. So you get to see trends, you get to see who's you know doing well or maybe who's coming off a hot streak. So it can be quite good as a snapshot um, as to where to maybe look for your for your next move. So some of the headline facts that he, he posted this week was you know Celtic four clean sheets in a row. That can't be sniffed at. Armstrong has the most key passes in the last four games. And Lammers, as Tom mentioned, has got the most shots on target uh, in the last four games. So what I'm going to do is just going to take his data um, and talk about it in a bit more detail. So we'll go through each position. We'll have a crack at who the, the informed players are. Uh, and then we'll just have a, a discussion. So we're going to talk about goalies. Uh, over the last four games, who do you think the, the best goalkeeper is, Peter? See, you said four clean sheets in the truck for Celtic, but then Joe Hart gets sent off. Yeah. I'll still go Joe Hart. Okay, Tom, any change to that? I think it's either Laidlaw or Hemming. You're both wrong. It's actually Jack Butland. Oh. Um with 22 points, you've then got Laidlaw on 18, Hemming on 18, Joe Hart 17, Xander Clark 17. So it's interesting there. If your keeper's not on that list, it suggests that you've maybe got a problem um, right at the back um, and you could be missing out. I thought it was quite interesting. Ross County goalkeeper is always in about these stats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was the same last year. Um, top three, Ross County keeper in there. And that is basically... They might lose a goal, but the guy will have six or seven saves and you get your points there. Whereas Rangers and Celtic, if they lose a goal, it could be the only shot of the game. 
Interestingly, we talk about Joe Hart. He's had 17 points in his last four games, but he's only had 19 points overall. So I guess the, the red card um, sort of takes the hit there. Xander Clark uh, on 17 points as well, which I think both of you have got, uh, and Hemmings the one I've got. So in terms of what I said previously, Jack Butland could be uh, a pick uh, if you're on a wild card and you're not really sure where to land. Um, you wouldn't go too wrong there. Um, and as I say, Ross County, St Mirren, um, both doing well this season. Anything there? Takes your interest, Peter? Ross County, goalkeeper again. We mentioned it last year. I think he's a very good keeper, Laidlaw, so he is good for save points. He keeps me in a lot of games, so if I wasn't doubling up with Brown, I think Laidlaw will be the winner. I think over the course of the season, he will pull. I get a lot of bonus points, a lot of save points, yeah. so that's what you're looking for. You're looking for a keeper who is a good keeper, but playing for a poorer team. So yeah. he's the one, I think. Yeah. Always catches me off guard. He's Ross County, and I never look at them favourably uh, as, as a team in the league, but there is value there. We just choose to ignore it. Tom, anything at the back? You'd, uh, you've got Xander Clark, is that right? That's right, yeah. Um, I, think, I think Butland could be an option in the short term since there's other Rangers options are, are lacking. But um, you, if you're booking in your wild card, you could use it as a short term and then wild card yeah. out of it. Um, if you don't plan on wild carding for a while, though, you are kind of booking in a transfer. I think eventually... Surely Rangers will will uh, start to, to to gel and eventually yeah. be wanting some outfield players. So yeah, for the, for the like short the term, I think it could be decent option. Rangers. <laughs> I can't get Bad much worse. One of us has. <laughs> no, that, that, I think you're right, Sam. You probably wouldn't want to invest over the course of a season at the, the, the back um, and tie up a space there. So we'll move on to defenders. We're probably going to repeat a lot of names that we've we've mentioned. In the games, uh, no surprise that Tavernier uh, is top. What is a surprise is we've not had any penalties yet. So um, those points have all come through clean sheets and uh, one free kick. Uh, a couple of assists. Well. Yeah. A couple of goals away somewhere, I remember. He's logged it for 30 yards out. So uh, I won't ask you to guess because we've pretty much mentioned them. We've got Tanzer and Strain both on form. What is interesting is that actually Tanzer is ahead of Strain at the moment. Uh, and he's 0.2 million cheaper, um, maybe more by the time strain uh, figures come out this weekend. Uh, what is interesting is that we've got a Hibs player in there, Lewis Miller. Now, that'll be spiked because he scored at the weekend. Um, but if you are looking uh, for a differential, that, that could be one to go. We then hit a trio of Celtic players, Johnson, Scales and Taylor. With scales being the stick out um, at 2.8 million versus the other two who are 4.6, 4.5. So, as I say, I'm not going to spend too much time on defence because we talked a lot about it and, and bummed up St. Minnan quite hefty in the game chat. Anything else in defence catching your eye, Tom? Not really, no. I've, I've stuck with Ndaba, um despite him being out for a good few weeks. I've not got rid of him the last couple of weeks just because, I don't know, um, the kind of informed defensive teams have kind of fell off a wee bit. Yeah. The scale's um, an option for you. Have you got space for a static player in there? Yep. Yep. I could get scales in. That could be an option for me. I think you get Celtic have got, yeah, so you get same news for Celtic's next two games. So uh, you, you're kind of going to know where you stand um, at the start of each game week. So for me, He's quite an easy one. If he's not in the team, you just change him for somebody who's at the same price point and um, you, you move on. Uh, Peter, anything in defence that you're looking to change? Scales, probably, if if he's starting next game week. Just going to do Soare yeah. for Morwell. But again, I'd like Miller for Hibs, but obviously the fixtures aren't the greatest after this game, so maybe that's one for down the line. And yeah. I think the strains ownership, I think I need to go on one of them at some point if he's going to have decent returns more often because that is a rank killer if they're going to... I know they're not going to do it every week. It's impossible. But if they do it more often than not or even clean sheets start improving, then I think he's going to have a defender at some point. Yeah, Strain went on a wild run last season and was just scoring an assist in almost every week. It was crazy. Um, but it's good to see. OK, so we'll move on to the, the middle of the park. Again, I don't think there's any 
uh, doubt as into who's the top spot here. But do you want to have a guess at the the contenders in midfield, Peter? Right, so O'Reilly, Armstrong. Try to think, top of my head, yeah. O'Hara was out, so not him. No, I'll, I'll cut it at that. O'Reilly and Armstrong, I'm not going to make a risk anything else. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got the top two, so you've done not too bad there. Tom, do you want to have a guess at uh, some of the others in there? I think Spittle probably around the boat. Mm-hmm. Um, Luke McCowan from previous game week's effort. Yeah. Um, podcast favourite midfielder Matondo Boyle oh Boyle of course <laughs> so yeah Matt, Matt O'Reilly 34 points in his last four games uh, his stats are, are mad 57 for the season uh, averaging 9 points a game uh, Armstrong's 24 points uh, Callum McGregor is in next uh, on 22, so he's kind of that Raskin type mm-hmm. player that I talked about uh, a couple of weeks ago that will just take over, get assists, or uh, maybe a goal now and again. Uh, Spittle that he mentioned, 18, and then there's a few players that are on 17 that include Turnbull. Well, he's obviously not getting the game time uh, now, so you, you you can see um, that he's on a, a down curve. Boyle, uh, Joe Newell, uh, and Luke McGowan that you, you mentioned there. So, there is, there is a few differentials there um, but again there's still names that we mention every week I think like you say O'Hara's missing out because he's been injured but anything in the middle Tom that you're wanting to change um, nothing just now I'll probably have to get on Armstrong at some point yeah it's uh, a tough run Spittle Selick next but then I don't think the fixtures are too bad after that Livingston St Johnston Ross County Aberdeen, not bad run of fixtures there. Um, probably those two, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Peter, you got any issues in midfield that you need to fix? Nothing that I think I need to fix, but Armstrong's the one I'd probably like to try to fit in, but that would also need to use my known playing player and need to go elsewhere. So yeah. if he's coming in, it would be on a wild card. It would be, yeah. I couldn't do it in transfers. No. Uh, before I move on to forwards, what is interesting that outside of Clark, uh, Aberdeen Hearts are not represented at all um, in any of these positions, which, you know, two of the top six last season, um, it does show that they're, you know, really struggling form-wise. Um, although all that being said, it's about to change as we move on to forwards. Um, so, again, quite a, a difficult position to nail down uh, this season. Um do you want to have a stab at the, the main contenders, Tom? One, two, and three in the last four uh, games? Kyogo, um, Lafondra, and Simon Murray? Not, no, Lafondra's not there. He probably is um, just outside the top six. Yep, Simon Murray's there, and Kyogo's there. Uh, Peter? So in the last four games, you said Kyogo's in the top three? He is, yes. He's not number one, though. So, back a Yarrow? No. Uh, no. no. Mayofsky, because he's hot the weekend, the last four yeah, games? Yeah, yeah. Mayofsky uh, and Duke, uh, Duke Mieda. So, again, it shows you how one game oh, can spike the figures, um, you know, just as a one-off. So, uh, Mayofsky's uh, ahead of Furuhashi, um, 29 points in his last four games, albeit, what was it, 18 uh, coming in one game week. Uh, Furuhashi next again he had a quiet weekend but can explode at any time Duke again that'll be spiked by his goal and assist at the weekend and Mieda uh, again with a goal at the weekend so two teams taking up the, the top four positions there before we move on to Simon Murray uh, Don Venti and Bakayoko uh, so again Shanklin so Rangers in there um, where there really is some, some fringe assets up front. So whether you want to you know look at premium or just stay in the bargain basement like I'm doing um, and maybe spend the money elsewhere, that's something to consider. You guys have both got Lammers, I believe. That's probably a change you're trying to get out of uh, amongst others. Is, you know, is there any of these names that you would look to? Uh, Tom? Um. I don't know because obviously Lammers' underlying stats are quite good, mm-hmm. uh, and with the 
with the injuries and, and stuff at Rangers, at least he's yeah, probably going to start. Yeah. Um, so without early team news, he's probably assured for maybe for at least at least the next couple of game weeks before the international break. So I think he's yeah. maybe a stick for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I prob- if, he's, if he doesn't produce in the next couple of game weeks, and I think he's, he's probably going to have to go at that point. Yeah, at which yeah. stage I think we'd, we'd have a better handle on what the Aberdeen situation is. Um, maybe be looking towards one of those guys because they've got a decent fixture run once they get Rangers out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Peter, are you looking to make any changes up top? It's pretty much similar to Tom. I think every time I think about Chopin Lammers, he's, there's always someone other else in the day, and he's done all right with returns that game. I know he's not scored many goals, but he's, at least he's playing. Yeah. Uh, the cheap. Striker, Bakayaro or Murray, I think, is the one I'd probably bring in. And between, I'll have to wait and see Aberdeen kick on and Venti. That's the kind of mother spot I'm looking at. If Venti can yeah. kind of play well under Hibs after a tough fixtures, or if Mayowski and Duke can kind of go on a run, then that's, uh, I think, a sensible move for your second striker up shot. Obviously, Kyogo doesn't matter if he's quiet this weekend. Yeah. You're not going to sell him. You're going to keep him in your team. Definitely, and it just shows you. You know, had I done this last week, you know, obviously he's not going to be on there. Duke's not going to be in there. Mieda's going to have a lot less points. It's just you know, one game can really throw a spanner in the works. It can make a player look good or it can make a player look bad. Um, you just got to take it all with a, a pinch of salt. So, hopefully, I've done Kevin's uh, stats uh, proud. Um, he does do good work. I'll retweet this uh, when I come off, and you can see it on my timeline. As I say, if you're not following him, go and follow him because he does put in a lot of work for the game. He also is a Hearts fan, so he's not got a lot to be excited about at this moment in time. So, thanks again, Kevin, and I'll see what I can do for next week. See if there's any players that I can identify. But that's me. Okay, Tom, long you left? Do you time for questions, or you duck out? Um, I can maybe do a couple of questions now. Right, okay. Yeah. okay, Donny, if I've missed any questions in this, you can let me know. Right, I don't look at so many. I'll try my best. Yeah, right. Quite a few. First up is from Tom's opponent in the cup, FPL Liger. Best two mids other than O'Hara for the next two or three game weeks. So I'm assuming he's got O'Hara, and then we'll do that question first. Best two mids for the next two, three game weeks. We'll start with you, Donny. O'Reilly, Hattati, Armstrong, Boyle, Spell, it's all names that you should be familiar with listening to the podcast. I think you can't go wrong outside of there. Tommy, any names to add to that? Or is that? Yeah, I mean, Boyle's only really got the one fixture and then it's Hearts and Rangers. If you're looking at the next three, St Mirren uh, face Rangers at home, but there's Kilmanic and Ross County either side. So, um, O'Hara, I mean, he's not done much since he's came back, so Armstrong will probably be a favourite because he's got St Mirren and Livingston at home and Celtic away. Um, so out of the fixtures, he's probably got the best two. Um, other than that, nothing to add. Perhaps an, an Aberdeen midfielder might start to emerge. But again, it's a wait-and-see situation there. Um, that's about it. I agree with Tommy. Uh, Tommy, what am I getting Tommy for? Tony's names, I think Atati and O'Reilly is who you go for if you haven't got them. And I know you mentioned Boyle's fixtures, but I think Boyle's fixture proof. So I'm playing all the games, no matter who's playing, Boyle will be playing because he can catch fire on any one of them. I would hate to have him benched and not playing for if he goes nuts against one of the teams, especially Hearts. He loves a goal against Hearts. Second part of the question, can okay, I come up already, but I'll say anyway, are Aberdeen final at the races or is this result a blip? Tom seemed to have played well midweek, so. That's two good results in a row, or two good performances in a row. Do you think that's an upturn, Tom, or is it wait and see? dot com? I think I think it is an upturn. I think something's starting to click there. Um, I reckon if even even if they don't win against Rangers, I think if they or draw, if they're still putting a decent performance, keep the score line down. Um, I think it's maybe a tick in the box for me, and surely they'll get something at home against St Johnston, you would imagine. So um they might they might have a Europe I think they've got a European fix yeah they do have a European fixture mm-hmm. midweek. So there's always the possibility of a European hangover. Um, but I don't know. I reckon they've got probably got enough there to, to do a decent job against St Johnston at home. Thoughts Tony? Upturning form or uh, you know I don't like to give Aberdeen too much credit, so I'll try my best. They play Ross County again in the cup. You know, if they win that, they're in the semi-final. There's no Celtic 
Obviously, Rangers are, are not great at the moment. So confidence, you know, going to Ibrox could be on a high. If they lose to Ross County out of the cup, then again, it's slumps and, and Ibrox is maybe not the best place to be going straight after. So there's, you know, two sides of the coin. It could easily go either way. That being said, I think there's only one player that stands out in that team for me, and it would be Miovsky. Anything else is just a risk because the six games that they've had, they've not really shown anything outside of this one game. So it's it's a bit hard to give them too much credit, which I won't. <laughs> Enough for our fans there. Right, next up <laughs> is from Andy Penman. At Andy Penman, is the tide turning on some defence? Are they finally coming back to play as real options or just a two-game blip? Same similar question. We have kind of covered that. We they probably the best of the rest, I think we can both agree so far. So they're offering it, they're second and third point scorers. If you kept them on, well done. I think the ownership's going to go up. So for me, I think you've got to play the percentages here and you've got to get one of them in if you can. Especially if you can't stretch to strain, you must have played the defence similar, similar price to Tanzer by now. So I think you can get that in. And I think some of them have looked pretty well in the world. Even though they've dropped points, they still look well. So I think they're a a definite team you should be targeting for defensive assets. Donnie? Yeah, certainly a team worth backing. Just be careful that you don't treat them like we did with Kilmarnock. You know, it's not the next Barcelona that will have games that they, they leak goals and they don't score, you know, strain to, you know, four or five games to get going. Price-wise, you're looking at two defenders that total, you know, just over six million. Um, so that's quite a lot to have in defence. You're probably going to have to put one on the bench. Um, just in case it doesn't work out. So whether you want to tie that amount of money plus Tavernier, um, just got to be careful. Um, he's also got O'Hara, which you might, you might want to hold on to as well. So they're doing well. Would I want one? Yes. Can I do it in the next couple of weeks? Probably not. Um, I'll maybe just have to hope that it doesn't go. But definitely worth back worth backing. Tom. Yep. Um, I'd probably go strain. I'm I'm, I'm sure. Uh, don't quote me, but I'm sure Tanzer had quite good underlying stats last season as well, but it never really equated to fantasy points, whereas with Strain it did. Um, so for that reason, I'd probably be going towards Strain. I think with the other teams, like um, Hibs and Hearts, having particularly tricky runs, I don't think many people are on Aberdeen just now. Uh, Celtic, your defensive asset, is scales and is 2.8, and I don't know if a lot of people have double Rangers, so I think that probably does free up funds to stretch to strain if you can get there. Um, I, think, I think it's probably worth a shot. I mean, it may just be a purple patch, but in the, the Scottish game, you've kind of got to get on the players whilst the purple patch is happening. Um, or else you're going to miss the boat. So I think if you're going to jump on now, now is probably the time to do it. Yep. Good point. Next up is Sam McFarlane. Is O'Hara at none's best, safest attacking option with Luciania, Mandron and Grieve all being minute risk? I would say yes to that. Attacking, I don't think we've mentioned any St. None players attacking-wise we've mentioned in this podcast. Donny, MD? No. O'Hara, O'Hara Donny, penalty premium. That's the only one I'd be looking at. Any add apart from O'Hara, Tom? St. None attackers-wise? No. No, no, no one's really impressed us. Upcoming fixtures to target. That's his second party's question, Tom. What was that second part, say? Upcoming fixtures to target. I would just say MD plus Johnson, basically. That's the way I would look at it there. Yeah, so the Livingston are away to St. Johnston. Uh, if you're going off for a one-off point, Bruce Anderson, a one-off punt, Bruce Anderson might be an option there. Uh, the defender, who was previously the top scorer, I can't remember his name, the, the Lucas, um, you could get on him. Uh, Livingston don't have too bad a run. Now, St. Johnston away, Motherwell at home, Kilmarnock away, Dundee at home, not bad. You could get on them. Uh, perhaps Aberdeen after that Rangers game. That's probably about it. Really. Motherwell after the Celtic game. And St. Mirren's kind of mixed bag of fixtures. Okay. Then you add that, Donnie, you agree with Tom? Yeah, no, I agree. A lot of teams have got sort of two out of three fixtures that are, are quite good, and it's just maybe Rangers and Celtic in between. So uh, just keep an eye on it and just go with, go with what you've got 
tells you. Um, it's it's hard to back any team because they can be brilliant one week and terrible the next, and that's just Scottish football. So yep. um, there's nothing that you can hang your hat on. Okay, next up is Nathan Scoble at Scoby Bryant, 36. Who are the must-haves going forward, in your opinion, on each line? So I guess that means goalkeeper, defender, midfielder, forward. Yeah. Donnie's went through all the kind of stats and the point-wise, so goalkeepers, just name one player going forward. I don't think any is essential, by the way, that's what I would look at that. I wouldn't say any player is essential, apart from maybe Tavernier defensively and Kyogo up front. But goalkeeping-wise, any essential goalkeepers or must-haves, Donnie? Not the essential. I've got him in. I'm happy with him, and I wouldn't change it. So you are probably the same. Tom? Yeah, it's probably Butland, Hemming, Laidlaw, Clark are probably the go-tos just now. Yep. Defensively, we all agree. Tavernier? Yeah. Yeah. Would you have a second choice defender if you could have been? Uh, I'd say Scales until he's dropped. And as I say, you've got two weeks of team news to, to work that out. By which time, if it's changed, you can easily move to a strain or a Tanzer because his price is going to go up and up. Tom, any add to that? Yeah, probably strain given his form over the last two game weeks. Probably yep. the next best. Midfielder, Donnie? Uh, that is a move that I would probably like to do further down the line. And again, it's the, the penalty takers, Boyle, O'Hara, Armstrong, usual usual names. Yeah, mentioned them all. Any add that, Tom, with the exact same names you mentioned the podcast? No, probably Hattati. I think he's still kind of coming back from injury, but I think I think he'll probably start to hit form fairly soon, so he's probably the next yeah. one after that. I think if he starts purring soon, I think we'll can all jump on him before. Because he is good for a goal. If, again, he wasn't playing particularly forward. It was a penalty score, but again, the penalty is enough to make you go for a minute because he's not exactly really pressed yeah. either. And up front, we all mentioned Diogo, so I don't think there's MD who stood out from the pack yet to be second choice, Absolutely is there? Absolutely not. No. Yeah. Right, and the last question, well, it's three questions in one, is from Mel Stars 4 We've covered most of this, so I'll just kind of go quickly. Opinions on double sub and defence, fullbacks against Miller. We've covered that, so we've said Miller's probably not an option because he fixtures, but I wouldn't argue against it. It's a cheap option, and Tans are strains big fireball assets to bring in. We all agree with that one? Yeah. Yep. And second up is midfield, Daniel Armstrong worth 4.8 million or go with lines or even Matondo. Well, Matondo's off the table because he's injured. Yeah. And we've blew smoke up Daniel Armstrong's ass all podcast. He's excellent. He's talismanic. He's on penalties. He's what to go for. Lines is not a bad option if you're looking for it. You can't afford Armstrong, but I think I would be making moves in my team to make sure Armstrong is affordable. Agree? Yeah, 100%. Yep. And third up, Majofsky worth money up front. Anyone better value? We don't know if he's better value yet. If he hits some sort of form at last year, he will worth the money up front. He could be the second up striker. We can't quite template, but as it stands right now, it's only one game, so we don't really know. Agreed? Agreed? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Only so covered. Tom, are you still here? Or are you? I'm, I'm, I'm bidding farewell now. Right, okay. <laughs> you can shoot off me and Donnell to finish up the podcast. I'll see you still next week. Okay, yeah. okay. Bye, Tom. Right, Tony, we'll move on to the fixtures and then the captains, base captains, trying to first and that's us done. So, Tony's got, Tom's got everyone, doesn't he, tell us this week. So, the fixtures are as follows. Game week seven. Early kickoff Saturday is Motherwell Celtic. So, that's again, your old team news for two games, as Tony's mentioned a few times. Then it's all 3pm Saturday kickoff. So, so Johnson Livingston, Ross County Hearts, Rangers Aberdeen, Kilmarnock St. Martin, and Hibs and Dundee. So upon hearing those fixtures, Donny, what is your captain, vice-captain and transfer plans, if any? Okay, so captain, vice-captain, I think we'll stick with Tav Kyogo. Uh, that Aberdeen Rangers game is a big one for me. I stay in Aberdeen, so it's always uh, a make-or-break weekend, depending on how the result goes. Um, I do like the look of that Hibs fixture. Um, against Dundee so I've got Watkins up front I could quite easily change him for Venti and then maybe change Venti further down the line and um, just looking at anything else that sticks out or any gaps that I have no not really I do need a new defender I've got McGarry Aberdeen who's injured um, so defensively there's not a lot standing. I mean, the yeah, Exit Minin, I suppose we've discussed. I could, I could put a Submitin defender in there. But Captain Tav, Vice Captain Kyogo, and we'll just see what team news brings uh, before I make any changes. Yourself? 
Yep, the exact same. Captain Tav, Vice Captain Kyogo, it's done as well so far. If scale starts, I could probably move Suar to scales, got plenty of money in the bank. Um, my other option would be getting rid of Tagawa for Venti like yourself would be another option. But I think with the early kickoff news, Celtic yeah. playing Motherwell, I think I would just move that sidestep to scales and then yeah. that would be unless Ednell's breaks before then, like a forest out of nowhere, but I think that's us. So Wait, yeah, plugs in for we go, Donny. Yep, so I am at FFS underscore Donny. Yep, Donny's at Donny's at Tom's Tom. at FFS Scout and I'm at Fantasy Half and we will see you again next week for the podcast. So say goodbye, Donny. Bye now. Hey, right, see you later, bye bye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.